What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 154. That would be 154 to you ignorant people. Uh, I do, like I said, according to my notes, I thought it was 153. Nope. I keep tracking my files on the computer. I'm organized. See, like I that. don't have the files. That I do everything true. off All my phone. All the files phone. are right here. I do everything off my phone. Now, Hold on a minute. Halloween special. Everybody, Halloween special. That's what we're doing tonight. A day late, <laughs> even though it's Monday, the 31st. And before we get started, I have one thing to say. She's not in here yet, but yesterday, Halloween, is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Phil. Happy Mom. birthday, even though you're not in here yet. She's Holland. probably watching The Voice or something stupid. And football. Or even though Who I plays d- tonight? I don't know. Even uh, though- I know the Cowboys pulled out another nail-biter with a fucking yeah. quarterback that's never played a snap in the NFL. Uh, the costumes did not work. I'm, I and there's a reason for that. I've come to a conclusion when it comes to costumes in Halloween. Everybody is so butthurt over everything. Basically, it's all cultural appropriation. I'm wearing my costume. I mean, what can you be if you're, you know, Frankenstein? If you dress up as Frankenstein, and you know, you're just showing support to a grave robbing mad scientist. If you dress up, dress up as a ninja. That's cultural appropriation. I'm wearing a costume. Can you not tell what my costume is? Does everybody know what I am? You don't have a green shirt on. I'm the supreme leader, Kim Jong-un. You do look like him in a strange kind of way. Well, I mean, most Koreans are a portion Japanese. That is true. And vice versa. All right, what were you saying? But, uh, no, I'm Kim Jong-un. Well, same, same. Different, (laughs) but still same. (laughs) Oh, speaking of haunted house, I went to. Oh yeah, because I don't do shit, but I felt bad. Girly, we we worked, we got off work, and then uh, another coworker who we know who is our a Patreon of ours. Happy Joy, we love them. Yes. We love her. I know she, exactly uh, who you're talking about. Yes, she was up there with another friend of ours, and they were waiting and wasting time to go. Uh, I was an innocent black man. There's no such thing. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Whoa, Jesus whoa, whoa, Christ. Jamie. What? Jamie's got jokes. It's not Twiddle. Yeah, now who's dumb? It's Tweedle. If you're going to berate us and talk bad about us, Jamie, I will deal with you later. You fucking numbskull. We're not giving her any more in-person shit shows any longer. Goddamn right. You just lost your privilege. But anyway, so they were waiting to go to, uh, I forget what it is. I want to say it's like the Haunted Manor or something. It's in Middletown. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was the one I was talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> what night? I think it was Saturday night. Oh, we went late. Oh. Like, we I, we didn't get there till, because they were open till one. I don't think we got there till like midnight. But, because we went through twice. So it was me, uh, blonde one. Um, Let me think of how to state this without, I, I, I don't, I feel weird throwing people's names out there. Uh, DNC, it's a couple. You know him. I don't know if you know his girlfriend. His dad hangs out up there. Works at a, a very oh. upscale. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Not the long-haired one. The fat one. Well, I don't know who you're talking about then. Drew. As long, I guess as, as long as there's no last names, it doesn't matter. So Drew and his girlfriend. Uh-huh. We convinced baby Thor to go. Who, hey, he had never been to a haunted house. And How he's it? a big old pussy, first no, off. He should scare the motherfuckers working in that place. And That's then it was, so it was me and mines and uh, the other kid, the other young kid that works with me. Did you punch anybody? 
I did not. Okay. Dude, I, they, I, I, I felt so bad. Because don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on, like, I didn't give them a review because I'd never give reviews. I never think about it. It was, it was a good, really good haunted house. Right. But, like, even before we went through, first off, we made plans. We were like, when we get out of here, we're hitting that food truck. Oh, yeah. And then everybody, yeah. But, um, so... Everybody decided on making a order in which we went through as a group. And I guess I was automatically in in the back in everybody's mind. You're and they're the like boost. they're like Travis doesn't fucking care. Put him in the back. You're the because pushing that train. Uh like I said, good good haunted house. Like g- great rooms, they had a lot going on, a lot of a lot of different stimulation stimuli going on around you. Did not get me one time. Actually, they got me one time, and it wasn't even an attempt to scare me. Because, so, I'll give you the whole rundown, because I've had a blast, because it was hilarious. First off, watching everybody freak out. Like, I'm supposed to be, you know how you, when you, if you go through one of those things with somebody that you're with, right? you're supposed to be stuck to them for protection. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, literally, as soon as she got scared, she just books, and then by the time I get back somewhere where I can see in front of me, she's like four fucking people in front of me. I'm like, well... I guess I'll die. She dropped your ass. She left yeah. you hanging. But it's so, like that Red Bull commercial with the gazelles and the lion. You think Red Bull can make you run faster than a cheetah or whatever? It right. Is. He goes, it doesn't have to. As long as I'm faster than you. Yeah. That's she took that approach with you. Yeah, exactly. Which so we walk in and the guy at the front is like wearing his top hat and his blackout makeup and blah blah blah. He's like everybody in. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what's up, top hat? And then he starts talking and walking through everybody. I was like, where are we going, Top Hat? You fuck with him, too. I- everybody. Literally everybody from the beginning. Because that stuff doesn't. It doesn't. Baby Thor even said it when we got out. And they were like, this and this and this. I was like, I'll be honest. I didn't jump once. And he was like, oh, you're fucking built different. You're weird and dark. And you like shit like this. Well, he was like, this isn't like a haunted house to you. This is just like your mind. Well, I, it's <laughs> different when when you go in. Here's it's the same thing when I watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it. Yeah, like, and if you don't expect it, that's when you get. Mm. Yeah, like I've seen everything they can throw at me, but but I like to I like to fuck with them too. When I oh yeah, dude! Literally from fr- the beginning to the end, every time there was somebody close enough in an area that they could actually hear me speak, I had something to say. To you them. know, you gotta do better than that. They jump out. You gotta do better than that, jackass. Yeah, you know like, that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm like I'm pretty sure there was a guy in a ghost face mask from Scream, and I'm pretty sure I might have actually offended him if he chose that costume on purpose. Because like we're going through, and he's like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" And I was like, "Not fucking that one." What's and then he was like, what did he say? He said something. He said something on his way out. I was like, dee, 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 shut up, Ben Affleck. And then, like, well, and then what was the guy's, what's the guy actor's name was in the first one? Was it Skeech? Or, what's, I don't fucking know. I do. I, 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 just, I hate those movies. Oh, like, the only cool horrible. thing about those movies, and it's, I don't want to say cool. The only interesting thing about those movies is their, is their correlation to real life events. Yeah. Because they are based on true events. But there's that. Um, Jason Voorhees cracked his head. Trying to scare one of us. I didn't actually see it, but I did get to see him full costume and everything, like laughing and cutting it up with everybody after it happened. Because it's like you pretty much lost all continuity. You're, not gonna <laughs> yeah, scare you're pretty anybody. much screwed at that point. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, the one time they did scare me was while I was fucking with one of them. Because we walked through and it's like these, like this little place where it's all tight and you got to like all the dudes had to like bend down to get through. A little bit, and it's like spider webs. The girls like, I hope you like spiders. 
And I'm like, <laughs> I get to the other side. And as I'm coming through, I'm like, dude, I'm too big for this shit. This is why I don't go to stuff like this. I'm too large of a man for these fucking confined spaces. And this supposed to be creepy haunted house girl was like, she was like, well, I guess you'll just have to shrink. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I am massively overweight and I need to change that. That's going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm going to fucking lose weight. And she was like, that's not what I meant. And I was like, nope, same, same. Different, but still same. You read and then, between the lines. Damn and it. then the only, and she just like was walking with me, like trying to be creepy while also being like, I, that's not what I was saying. And I was like, no, you're right. I'm fucking fat. Thank you for telling me straight to my face like a nice uh, person. You're and such then an asshole. the only time that I jumped was fucking, uh, oh, what's up, Joy? Um, was when, uh, I, this was the second time we'd gone through the haunted house. Yeah. I didn't know the first time that there was another person in there. It was a little black guy. I think he might've been a little person. He was very short. I didn't even know that little motherfucker was in there. And literally all he did was after I was like, you know what? That's going to be my new year's resolution. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me to that realization. He was just like, he came up from behind me. He was like, what's your new year's resolution? I was like, Jesus Christ, you little motherfucker. <laughs> so basically what had happened, I was like, Th- you better happened- sit down before I lay you out, you little Hershey kiss looking piece of shit. That happened on the second go around. Yeah. So you were fucking with the first go around. They said, they had to bring in reinforcements. Gonna, oh, dude, like the gonna, chainsaw guy. There was a chainsaw guy. Oh, like no. he was really like getting like trying to nip at my heels. The second time I turned around, I was like, I fucking get it, dude. Like, go get the next group. Jesus Christ. I think that was about all the fuckery I pulled. Yeah. Well, I haven't been to a haunted house. I 20 years. Honestly, the best part wasn't even in the haunted house. It was at the end because like there's one room where it's like Jason and Michael and then like some of them travel throughout the haunted house. Yeah. So we're going out the door at the end and Michael's just standing there at the door, like a fucking shitty, like towel guy in a fucking public bathroom in the fifties. And, uh, we all walk out and everybody's like, Oh, that was awesome. It was so scary. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's laughing and chuckling. And I'm hanging back as I usually do. And like literally the whole time I'm like, None of them realized that Michael Myers is out here right now. And he had picked uh, Blondie, who you know. Okay, yeah. Specifically, because she was going, she was losing her shit. I'm pretty that sure she might have cried me. a little bit at that one time. That does not surprise me. But he picked her out. Literally, dude, for like, I'd say 50 feet out the door, I'm the only fucking one that realizes that he's there, just walking with the group behind her to the point that I'm like smacking mines and Thor and shit. And I'm like, dude, look, 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 he's been there the whole fucking time since we walked out and sure shit. She's like talking and like he, like he's right here. And she is basically at a 90 degree angle before she realizes that he's there. She's yeah, God. It is the funniest fucking thing ever. There is something creepy about Michael. Our, I don't know. Thing. We watched the latest Did you? Halloween, not like the new, new one, but oh. the one that, this the Halloween kills started with from. Okay. So they're so like it's just so stupid. They're all like all slasher movies. I love slasher movies. Right. But story wise and shit. Well story wise some of them are alright. But like the events within them are so fucking stupid. And then yeah. I just sit there and since I've watched all of them so many times, like I sit there and I'm just like throwing out the theoretical knowledge about the shows. Because mm-hmm. they're like I was like, because what did I, I was that spoiler alert? I asked them, the people I live with have seen Halloween Kills, and I was like, did Lori die? 
And they're like, no, I was like, well, there's going to be another movie. Because realistically, if you follow the track, the movie, Michael's not going anywhere until Lori's dead. You know, I, or until he gets his hand on her sister, I which do, I still think is her daughter. I do find that there is something fascinating about that. And I've known this for a while, but I heard it today. The mask of Michael Meyer was there, William Shatner. It was originally based on William Shatner. It was William Shatner. Yeah. It was an unpainted William yeah. Shatner mask. I, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it still is, but the very first I one. I would assume it looks, it, if it not, it looks, same? I don't know. I haven't seen, I guess they were saying that it looks different than the new one, but I was like, yeah, that's just because it's burnt because the last one ended with him being on fire, which I still don't understand because he's fucking Michael Myers. In that movie, he breaks into fucking Laurie's house, which is a goddamn prison, mm-hmm. basically. And literally, first off, she's looking for him and he's no longer out there where she ki- where he killed her son-in-law. And then she, what does she do? She rests her head on the door in fear and exhaustion between the two glass fucking windows and the goddamn door. Oh, jump scare. He reaches through the fucking windows and starts bashing her head to the door. And then what happens when she gets away? This motherfucker just reach down, reaches down and grabs the handle that has a lock on it and then has like two padlocks and like a fucking master lock holding the door shut and just goes fucking and opens it. But when they lock him in the basement, he can't just like stand halfway up the steps and go <clears throat> and fucking punch the floorboards next to it and climb out. That's horrible. That's why I hate. I don't like fucking movies. We are going to get to some uh, Halloween killers at some point tonight. But we got a lot of bullshit to do. Let's get back to what we were going. Did we decide on favorite Halloween candies? I know Izzy said Three Musketeers. Let's get get back. uh, Somebody in the chat asked before we actually technically started, but we were recording and live. So I guess that's the Halloween special. If we're going to talk about Halloween-y shit, we need to do it on here. He asked what our favorite Halloween candy happens to be. That ass? No. What's your favorite Halloween candy to eat out of an ass? I'd eat Reese's Peanut Butter Cups out of your ass. I'd go Reese's Pieces. I because I, I, I feel like they wouldn't melt. I don't like Reese's much. Pieces. There is that is a blasphemous. That is they're nasty. I hate people to call them Reese's. Reese's. Well, what the fuck is it? Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. Reese's. Reese's. Well, whatever the fuck. The peanut butter cups. It ruins the continuity of Reese's Pieces. I just Reese's Pieces. I just don't like them. I don't know. The fuck you go, Chipulpa? She's being a twat. She is. Yes, but I, I'm a strictly peanut butter cup kind of guy. I don't know. I love me some Twix. I like caramel. No, they lost me when they started doing this right left, right left shit. Fuck that. I just, They're I, the same fucking I know, thing. It's just annoying. The commercials. What are you nine? I'm old. Set my ways. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I do like M and M's. I don't mind Tootsie Rolls. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a fan of the like the different flavored Tootsie Rolls. No, I'm not. Like I, the lime ones and the orange ones. But like if you give me any anything citrus, I fucking am going to love it. I'm a citrus boy. Hmm. Island boy. You don't get that. Other people will. I'm Those old. stupid pieces We know of shit. I'm old. Which, Fuck if you me. didn't know, check out End of Sentence on YouTube. Whichever. I don't know their stupid fucking names. Those twins that rap now. One of them definitely fucking snitched on his friend bastard no but i am old and that's why i don't go to haunted houses anymore halloween haunted house see i forgot i haven't been in so long i forgot how much fun i have at haunted houses and it's it's not because they scare me it's because i enjoy being around other people when they get scared like i literally had to pick somebody up off the floor at that thing 
Well, they got the, he also got inadvertently struck in the testicles during a scare. So you combine the two. Scares. There was awesome. one good one that like, honestly, if I wasn't in the back, probably would, if I was in the front, probably would have got me. They had the nun, you know, the nun, the real creepy looking chick from fucking, I think she was in the conjuring too as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But they had her, one of those girls and she was just in a picture frame in the wall. And she just fucking come out and scream in your face. And they had, they did have some good screamers. Like that weird, like. Well, I like, like me a good screamer. What, did you find that out through porn, I'm assuming? Because I'm guessing that other than that, in real life, you just have snorers. Oh, that's Oh, that. Oh, that. You're cracking on me now, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's for TikTok. But, dude, they, they did have good, like, like the screams that, like, kind of, like distort your eardrum they had like they had several of those women in there and then they had this little girl that was i'm assuming with her dad he was dressed up as a clown they like put somebody against the wall and he like kicked the other wall open and it slammed no it was like one of those creepy jester clowns oh you know the very stereotypical. speaking of jester clowns did fucking ghost rider roll through by your house last night i wasn't here oh where were you my mom's i went to see my mom on her birthday oh dude Fucking, there was a guy yeah, in, with a Ghost Rider, like a light-up Ghost Rider bike helmet with, like, full leathers with the chains on it, riding a chopper with, like, fucking studs on the fenders and shit like that, I riding think. around Lindenwald. Fuck, now everybody knows where I live. <laughs> and, like, but like, and it was him and his buddy was dressed as a clown and shit, and they were handing out candy. Like, they were cool. Like stopping for kids at like at the at corners and giving out candy and letting people take pictures and shit, but they were riding around before trick or treating and that was the coolest moment because I was outside on the back porch and this motherfucker they're still they were rolling around already and he's like standing up on this chopper like bouncing it as he's rolling down the street and I'm like that's fucking sick only in Hamilton when you get that dude Jamie must have saw him yes him and Deadpool had a face off in the middle of the street. Oh, dude, it's on the uh, I'll show it to you. It's on the Facebook group uh, for that part of town. I didn't get back into town till like 820 ish. I didn't even know you left. I was just about an hour drive north. I felt like just just like your sexual partners. I didn't know you left (laughs) (laughs) or came. (laughs) It means two things. All right. The subject of the night is. I don't know. Halloween killers, Halloween stories, candy, obviously. No, we're talking Halloween killers, really, is what I got. I'm sure Halloween you killings, I guess, would yeah, be killings. more of the fucking. Even though one of the ones I got, he's known as the, uh, well, you got him. The, the man who, who killed, killed Halloween. Halloween or That's the, the first one I have. Yeah. I've got yeah. a fucking front and back page on him. Yeah, we'll let you cover that one. Well, you Go just ahead. tell me when to pull you, the trigger. You Start jacking. All right. All right, welcome to the day after Halloween, you limey fucks. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Halloween knows no end. And the fact, before we start this, I want to have one more gripe real quick. One more little... She's just getting comfy. One more little rant. Um, So we do trick-or-treaters, and then we have chili at the house, because that was cooking while we were handing stuff out, because we had some people over to hand out at our house and stuff. Fun mm-hmm. times, you know, drinking. <laughs> I was, I literally just sat behind everybody and drank beer and smoked cigarettes. Even better. But here's my fucking gripe with this bullshit, this goddamn, this fucking hypocrisy and this, this fucking world that we live in now. 
We hand out candy. Mm-hmm. We have the din-din of the chilies. Delicious. Amazeballs. We watch the Halloween movie. Literally, on Halloween, the movie Halloween. Starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. And some other fucking assholes that I don't know the name of. Erroneous. Continue. What happens while we're viewing this movie? At 10.15, because we called out the time when we realized it. At 10.15 on October 31st, after trick-or-treating is done, first fucking Christmas commercial. Mother. Swear to God. 10.15 on October 31st, I saw the first fucking Christmas commercial. And I swear to God, if before Thanksgiving I see Mariah Carey's fucking face on TV singing about a fucking Target or a fucking Macy's advertisement with her stupid goddamn low-cut fucking high-waisted fucking short-skirt Santa bullshit, I'm gonna, all I want for I know Christmas is for you to shut the fuck up and get off my goddamn TV and let me watch fucking Rick and Morty, I'm not clipping fucking this part idiot. out. It'll take me an hour to bleep you. Fuck. All right, let's fucking get to it. it. Get to old Ronnie boy. All right, so we're talking uh, Pasadena, Texas, Halloween night, 1974. Ronald Clark O'Brien, also known today as the Candyman or the man who killed Halloween. So should I ruin the surprise and just say what he did and then go through the story? I I think they're going to figure it out because I said Halloween killers. Yes. So obviously somebody's ass is getting killed. Okay, fuck it. We'll just go through the whole story because I've got two pages on this. So Mr. O'Brien and his two children went out to trick-or-treat with his neighbor and his neighbor's two children. The kids went uh, to one house that was unlit. So don't go to that house. They're dumb. Um, And... That they that obviously there was no lights on, so they didn't answer, so the kids left. But Ronald O'Brien stayed behind for some reason. He just had an inkling in his body about this home. So he caught up later, and in his hand he had five pixie sticks, giving one to each of his kids, one to each of his neighbor's kids, and then he also gave the fifth one to a 10-year-old boy that he recognized from church. Good. Nice guy. Just doing doing the Lord's work. Handing out pixie sticks. Because pixie sticks are fire. I'm not going to lie. Back um, in the day, yeah. As long as you knew how to eat them. Right. Because people would give them, get them all gummed up and they'd fuck themselves and you couldn't get the second half. So, when they got home, young Timothy, his son, asked if he could eat some of his candy before he went to bed. Because that's what every fucking kid does on Halloween. At least I did. Yes. Can I just have a little bit? And then next thing you know, you're in a sugar coma and like you're fucking type two diabetic by the time you wake up in the morning and you're fucking seven years old and then you're fat and then people make fun of you and then you start listening to heavy metal and then nobody understands you, including your parents. And then you just live your life like that for the rest of your life. So, uh, and go figure this kid just chose the pixie sticks. That was the one he wanted. Because from what I understood, from what I read, it was the bigger one. Not the massive, the huge one, but not okay. like the little teeny tiny little fucking paper straw ones. Yeah. It was a good one. Where are those now? I don't know. Paper straws are all the rage. Everybody wants to save the turtles, even though they're just out here doing cocaine, and they sneeze, and they fucking hit their nose on the bottom of the seafloor, and it just... <laughs> That's a self-inflicted injury. No, no, I'm not helping you with that. So, um, so Timothy eats this pixie stick, and he starts instantly... Well, he first he says it tastes bitter. 
okay. which could be a problem. Yeah. Bitter, not so much sour. Yeah. And then his dad gave him some Kool-Aid to wash it down. I don't know why that was so fucking important. I guess knock the taste out of your mouth if you make it right. If yeah. you if you measure the sugar in your Kool-Aid, you can go fuck yourself. Moving on. So after this, he like instantly starts complaining about his stomach hurting, and he took off and ran into the bathroom and just instantly started throwing up and started convulsing. Mm-hmm. And O'Brien claims that he held his son in his arms during all of this, and then he went limp. So let's jump to the facts. <laughs> Young Timothy died en route to the hospital. And fun fact for everybody who's wondering where this ends up, Timothy's pixie stick had enough cyanide to kill two adults, while the other four that he gave to the other kids had enough to kill three or four adults in them. So somebody's going, somebody's highballing here. Somebody's somebody's got a job to do, and they want to make sure they. If fucking you're gonna make it do work. it, do it right. Yes, sir. So I, I have, have this listed up as fuck up number one. Because <laughs> let's be real, Ronald did it. His dad did it. Yes. Everybody figured that out already. So this is fuck up number one. He said that he couldn't remember which house that. Which house gave the pixie sticks to him? Which, like, fair, I guess. So many houses, so many pixie sticks. It's yeah. To keep track. Yeah, that's fair. Fuck up number two. This is the big one. He told the police that they only went to houses on two streets because of rain. That narrows it down a fucking lot. So now that refer, I, I refer you back ipso facto quip pro quo detective starling to fuck up number one you went to two fucking streets you can't remember the fucking house that gave you pixie sticks he's stupid so you're telling me there's 62 pieces of candy and every house gave you two pieces leaving you with 31 houses you can't fucking remember the one that gave you the one house that gave out pixie sticks because i didn't read anything about there being other fucking pixie sticks in these bags I feel like, who doesn't notice that? Who doesn't go trick-or-treating and go, oh, shit, that's the first Juju bees I got. I'm definitely throwing those away. So, that's a big fuck-up in my mind. So, the police walked the neighborhood uh, and with, with Ronald O'Brien three times. Hmm. Then, he led them, after walking the neighborhood three times, he led them to the house... Um, that didn't answer the door. And he said, this is where you came from. So O'Brien said that the lights were never turned on, even when he went back and he knocked to no response, but eventually the door cracked open just enough for what, as he described was a hairy arm that just reached out. Couldn't see anybody just saw the arm in the hand and handed, put five pixie sticks in his hand. That's the story that he told the police. I Bigfoot's a killer. Yeah, well, you know, like, so first off, yeah, exactly. That's why I put fucking Sasquatch. Like, Great minds think alike. Yeah. Like, it, it, and also, there's no way that a, self, a respectful or a self-respecting worth-the-fuck parent is taking 
fucking candy from a hairy hand that you can't see the owner of right through the crack of a dark ass door of a dark ass house of somebody that you don't fucking know mm-hmm. i mean really if we want to get real technical about it if i was like eight years old i wouldn't take that fucking candy i would like no fuck you you want to touch my butthole weirdo and i'd be out that bitch but you know to each their own I agree. You would think you wouldn't take the candy. Okay, first, worst case, best case scenario, you're trying to be polite, and that actually happens, and you take the candy. Are you going to fucking give that candy to your kids? I would not. Exactly. That candy is getting, like, I'm going to fucking piss into them, and I'm just going to wing them at the fucking house and run away. Be like, trick, motherfucker. Of course, I wouldn't have went back to the house if some... Ronnie Gani. So, anyway... So then this took some investigating now because he he took them to this house after three walkthroughs of the neighborhood, which two streets. That's what I'm saying. Like if it was was just the two streets. So they just went that one. So um, the police investigated a little bit. They found out that the home belonged to a man named Courtney Melvin, which is the most feminine first name for a man mixed with the most 95 year old second last name male last name for a man of all time and two last names can't be trusted i see why he's a fucking suspect but (laughs) he was pretty much instantly cleared of any charges or any suspicion because 200 fucking people confirmed that he was at work until 11 or 12 that night because that sounds fishy to me the first time i heard it but it doesn't once you find out he was an air traffic controller so then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, so security at the airport, other employees within his area, anybody on the way to that area, all of the fucking pilots that he deals with on a night. So, yeah, 200 fucking people were like, no, Courtney's cool. He's okay. That's a damn good alibi. That's what I'm Rock fucking solid. You, that, that's harder than my fucking dick after I watched The Notebook. I mean, I can only think OJ's only had a better alibi than him. Jesus. This guy didn't even have a glove. He's a fucking rookie. So, um, this is when things start to get a little weird because that's when they start finding out that Mr. O'Brien was over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, which I, if you look up the inflation is about 520,000 as of last year, a lot of fucking debt. Yes. Dropping the pond, you know, um, his car had been repossessed. His house was in foreclosure and he had defaulted on at least two loans that I saw. So that's not a good start. He was struggling. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. I'm not judging him for that, but it gets fucking a little weird. He, They also found out that he took out insurance claims or insurance policies on. That was a gunshot. That was definitely a gunshot. 22, I'd say. Yeah. Pretty close, too. Because there wasn't much echo on that one. But anyway. You fucking missed it, dickhead. You should have done it last night. You could be in the fucking show. So um, he had taken out insurance policies on his kids within months before Timothy died that totaled between the two of them about $60,000. He pulled he he put took out two a $20,000 policy on each of them mm-hmm. and then also took out another $10,000 policy on each of them. So 20, 40, 50, 60. So four policies altogether. Yes. On his children. On his children. Where was Mrs. O'Brien at during That's what I'm saying. What, was she just burning the meatloaf? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to kill your family member, your family. Maybe that's why the candy exchange was so weird because she was adultering and she was like banging hairy arm guy and they just didn't want him to know. Oh, maybe. Maybe she did. Maybe the pixie sticks were from the hairy arm guy on behalf of Mrs. O'Brien and she wanted to get rid of her old family like that fucking Chris Watts guy from the Netflix commercial or the Netflix show. Also, fuck Chris Watts. I hope he gets fucking butt fucked to death if he's not already dead. He might already be dead. If he's not, he should be. Do you know that story? I do not know that story. Dude, I fucking I hate that man with a fucking passion. We'll have to talk. We should do a review of that. Okay. On Patreon. That fucking show and that story is so heartless and like I would take him I would probably take a manslaughter charge if I had a chance to kill that guy for what he did. Yeah. I fucking hate that oh. dude. So anyway, um jump ahead to March 31st, 1984. He got executed. Cuz he done it. Good. Took 10 years to execute that son bitch. Dude, I guess like I don't know. I like I hope and after they executed him, if the afterlife is a thing and hell is a thing, I hope he went to hell. And I hope that the hell version of the hairy-armed guy but I is there. But I hope that the hairy-armed guy is built more like Andre the Giant or that one guy that arm wrestles that has, like, Popeye arms. And he's doing, like, he's not only fisting him, but he's also sodomizing him with, like... Like a, a large walrus-sized dildo that looks just like a pixie stick. Because that is what he deserves. Why he's sucking off Hitler. Not aggressively. Not by choice, either. Well, as you said in a previous episode, he you couldn't suck off Hitler aggressively. Micropenis. He did apparently have a micropenis. That's called flossing. And apparently he was also... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? In, he, he suffered from incontinence. Incompetence. Incontinence. Oh. Isn't that the word? Can't get your dick up? No, that's impotence. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. Well, of course, if you're impotent, you are incompetent in the bedroom. So you weren't. Either way, he's Hitler. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe every chick that he. Maybe Ava von Braun or Ava Braun was just like, he's fucking Hitler. He literally kills millions of fucking Jews. How am I? That doesn't make me wet, Adolf. Maybe if you bought me flowers and remembered my birthday one time. No, you never remember my birthday. How do we always get on Hitler? Jesus Christ. Because he's a sack of shit. Okay, continue. Uh, That's 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 wrong. You know, I'm conflicted over this story. I don't know. I got really into this one because like, anytime somebody kills their fucking kids, I hate them more. Because this murder or this murder. What about, I take it the other kids died as well, right? No, they didn't eat them. Smart kids. Yeah. Uh, but well, the, th- one, the, the one kid tried, but he couldn't get it open because this fucking dickhead just like stapled them closed again. Because he actually helped him open it. Yeah. He was going a lot. Uh but this is the this is the story that got the whole, you know, always check the candy. Yeah, this is what. Yeah, because like the, this is the only the only situ- there there has never been from what I understand there's never been a fatality I from mean, somebody giving so from somebody getting candy from somebody they didn't know. Right. This, but this is what prompted the story. Yeah, any, parents yeah. always check the candy, and I'm conflicted on this for this reason. 
I enjoyed that part of trick-or-treating when I had kids. Oh, I got to check that shit. I had to check every Reese cup. Just saying. I don't know. I just remember when I was a kid, people would be like, they found razor blades and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that, how the fuck do you accidentally eat a razor blade? And I was young. I'm talking when I was a kid and I was fat. I've had razor blades in my mouth. Hmm. Well, with work, we use them for work. Right, so I, right, You know, right. do something else. And, right. And I think you know. You, you sure it wasn't like a, 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 what was that movie? A shot collar situation? That was a fucking good movie. No. No. But that, I mean, that, I actually partook in that. I lived by that. Kids, let me You just it. wanted to eat the candy. Damn right. Because fat boy. I mean, fair enough. This is a fat boy Christmas. That's fair enough. I'm, that's fair. I'm just saying. Own your shit. So for that, Ronald O'Brien, you were an asshole for killing your kids. You should burn in hell. But thank you for letting me eat a lot of extra candy for my kids. Right. Okay. Tyler has a question. What's Tyler's question? I don't know. It hasn't popped up on here yet. We will field questions quickly. Well, you answer this question. You got another one? You want me to do one real quick? Uh, you can do it. I've got like... I didn't go, I've got, as, I didn't go as in depth as you. Four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, eight. I've got eight more. Um, there was a, a story of two friends, a Leslie and Saw. Mazzaro, or I'm I'm butchering these names. So I'm what year was it? Two, from 2004. So if you're watching Leslie, I apologize. And your friends, I'm gonna fuck her name up even worse. Even worse, lasagna, uh, exogna, lasagna. That is not lasagna. I know how to spell lasagna. That's not. Easy. It's exogna. All right, Garfield, keep it moving. <laughs> and their friend Lauren Minza. Whatever. Whatever happened to Smith? The Italian ones. Uh, were busy handing out candy to trick-or-treaters at their Napa, California home on Halloween night 19 or 2004. At around 11 o'clock, the three women went to bed, not knowing that there would be one more visitor that night. Dum, mm. dum, dum. You'd think they would have seen ahead on this because they had Napa know-how. <laughs> Uh, Lauren woke up to a scream from the upstairs bedroom and ran out the house and drove, ran, oh, fuck that up, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I'm usually the one that that fucking trips over my words. Uh, Lauren woke up, heard a scream from upstairs. She ran out of the house and drove away, leaving her two friends behind. Didn't (laughs) Didn't even go up. Said, fuck this shit, mama's out. So both of them just went, these hoes ain't loyal. Eric Matthew. That's when those hoes ain't loyal. I, I'm not big on calling women hoes and bitches, but these hoes ain't loyal is a perfect fucking description for that situation. A gentleman by the name of Eric Matthew Koppel, a friend Koppel. of one of the victims, eventually turned himself in and confessed to the murder. He never did. He never told anyone his motive. Uh, the Napa Valley Register reports... Koppel is serving life sentence without possibility of parole. as good. But I want to know what happened to this fucking Lauren bitch. She pulled a Travis. Or she pulled Travis's friend in the house. Left your ass dangling. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, as we all know, a practitioner of ninjutsu at a very high level. But, you know, if last night we were here handing out candy and we went to bed, and just for, uh, since Gonzo's are here, I'll say, I, don't, I should have said, but it's Oh, yeah, I'm sending them. I just thought about that. I'm sending him a goddamn Instagram message right uh, now. He's the he's a fucking moderator. How is he not here? Uh, 
and I hear you scream, I'm not running out the house. I'm at least going to go peek up say, yeah, he dead. I'm out. But how- I mean, really, I'd just be, I'd probably, you'd turn with the corner, I'd be like taking a shit. And I'd just be like, it burns <laughs> oh, like razor shit. blades. Yeah, but that was, that was, uh, well, you got to find humor in murder a little time, but she should be strung up and quartered. As we all have figured out, I'm very good at that. What? Finding, finding humor in murder. But I mean, can you, how, obviously, she was just an acquaintance. She wasn't a friend. But you say he's just a friend. I mean, that is freaking horrible. What was her name? Uh, Lauren Menza is one who ran like a bitch. Oh, Lauren, you. Leslie and Why'd you Adrian, up and leave? Adrian, you know, they bit the bullet. You're friends with those Eric. strange men. And f- I just don't. I just can't believe that. And women are curious. I can believe it. How old were they? It does. I'm saying they're adults. I doesn't say they had kids. I just think they were. I would say it sounds like if they were if they're young, I get it. You know what I mean? Like just fear response. Well, I mean, at eleven o'clock at night or so, a scream you would think maybe a nightmare. You'd go, "Hey, what's what the fuck's going on?" Or at I least, I, I, or let's it. be real. Or, she or, or you just house. you would do what I would do. Like if I'm in my house and I hear a scream, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" I think she was in on it. She let the motherfucker in. Probably, it was her boyfriend. Because I believe, what did I say? She was downstairs. For all we know, she so, let her in. They filmed a snuff film, and now they're millionaires on the on the probably. dark web. So Eric had to go past her. That's she sad, was downstairs. The true. other two are upstairs. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Eric entered the home from ground level. Yeah. You think if you're a killer. I, know I mean, that would make sense. Like, usually that's how it happens. You would look downstairs to see if anybody's there. Yeah, like I, you got to clear the room, clear the level, clear the floor, then move upstairs. Right, that's what I thought. I was thinking that the whole time, not to go back to the Halloween that we watched last night, but I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, woman, you've got a gun range and all these weapons and all this shit, and you seem to be trained, but first off, you're walking around. Don't get me wrong. I, I respect the stopping power, but you're walking around with a thirty out six lever action. You're in a house. Why wouldn't you have... I don't even know. Like, I'd have, like, a fucking, like, a 12-gauge and, like, a fucking, and, like, a fucking drum barrel full-auto Uzi. Like, you're hitting something. I mean... Instead, you're going single shot. What, is she deer hunting from a thousand feet? I mean, it'll stop a motherfucker. Oh, it'll put a motherfucker down. it's, it's, It's Michael Myers. You know, you're not sitting there in a fucking tree stand set up waiting for him. And also, like you said... She was fucking going around with this gun, holding her fucking flashlight under the barrel like fucking cops in 97. And, like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why are you still, like, you're over here, like, fucking poking through and, like, leaning on walls and shit. But clear and move. Let's get tactical here. Jesus Christ. Uh, Tyler, did you read that? Apparently I did. Somebody else? Some other kids died in the 80s and 90s from pixie sticks? I mean, pixie sticks is, has to be the easy. It's the easiest it, candy to fucking poison. That's yeah. all sure. So was it not? It was probably just diabetes. Diabetes. Um, and the guy and oh, getting back to Ron from Pixie Sticks, and then gave him Kool Aid to wash it down. That kid was on a sugar high. He didn't feel a thing. I don't know. I think they were white, so the Kool Aid was probably pretty bland. Oh, true. Realistically, 
He's probably like, no more than one cup, children. One exact cup, to the point that we pick up the cup, and then we take a butter knife and we go. Anyway, is it my turn? Or I can do it, because how many of you have? I mean, most of mine are, are short, for real. I'll I think do I one have more one than other one that's more than. I'll do one more than you can do the. I've got two that are more than, like, two or three times. I'll do one points. more real quick, then you'll do other. But <laughs> there was a serial killer that killed on Halloween. Did you know? Uh yeah, he had a weird fucking name. It was big, called, big, he, big, 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 something ligma balls. He was called the Toolbox Killers, and actually, there's oh they, yeah, there's a team, two yeah. guys. I know about him. I didn't put him in, in my 1979. Notes, so. Shirley Ledford. That's what I'm talking about. Ledford, not Munch Bucket. Italian name up there. Munch Bucket. <laughs> Munchhausen by proxy. Uh, Shirley Ledford was hitchhiking from home from a Halloween party when two men picked her up in a dingy van. See, this is one. This is another thing. Why the fuck do people fall for shit that is literally the plot of movies? Well, it's nineteen seventy nine. Okay, weren't... were people just dumb in nineteen seventy nine? Pretty much. First off, hitchhiking, great fucking idea. Second, let's let's get into this fucking rape van. But little, little did she know that the two men were known as the Toolbox Killers. Lawrence Bittaker and Roy Norris. Oh, yeah, these fucking sacks of shit. I know who you're talking uh, about. Were yeah. famous for picking up females, female hitchhikers and then torturing oh, yeah, them dude, this one's with the gnarly. tools typically found in a toolbox. According to the New York Daily News, they often took pictures of these victims during the slayings. Mm-hmm. After torturing Ledford. Because it was uh it was Norris that usually did all the shit, right? I think so. And Bittaker was just like his little crony. Uh fucking Norris was uh the Green Hornet and Bittaker was uh Bruce Lee. Uh I don't know, Ching Chong, whatever his name was. Cato. Uh, Cato. Yeah. Cato on the track, bitch. Oh, where was I at? Uh after torturing Ledford, they dropped her body on a stranger's lawn. Surprise! <laughs> Ledford became Ledford became the pair's fifth and the final. What are you doing? It's victim. fertilizer, bitch. Go back in the house. Fifth and final victim after a friend turned them in. <laughs> Bittaker was Bittaker or Bit Bit Taker. I guess that's Bit Taker. Well, it's Bit Taker now. It's not you. I think they died. They died. Oh, oh, probably for the best. Was sentenced to death, but died in 2019. Of natural causes. Uh, Norris, who cooperated with the investigation, was given 45 years to life. Oh, the one that did all the fucked up shit. Fuck oh. him. Yeah. Did you see one of the details about what he did no. to that girl? He's so apparently, allegedly, I'm not saying allegedly because I don't think he did it. I just don't, like, I don't know how they prove this, but he supposedly sodomized her with a pair of pliers. Hmm. Yeah, there's a special place in, in hell. If the hopefully channel lock, I hope not channel lock. Big thirteen inch adjustable with the head on it that big. That's what I'm saying. Better than a pipe wrench. Oh, yeah, that's got teeth on it. Real bad teeth. The, the cobalt, the good shit. But you know, hitchhiking. I agree with you. Hitchhiking is pretty fucking stupid. You think they're listening to Foo Fighters? Don't wanna be a monkey wrench. <laughs> oh, that is so fucking bad. Oh my god, that's horrible. Uh, but hitchhike. I just wonder what is what are the statistics of that? How many people died hitchhiking? 
I don't know. Like, I know my mom, like, hitchhiked from, like, fucking Florida to Colorado back in the day for the family yeah. reunion and shit. Like, I, I know that it was very common back then, but I know that. See, and that my other thing is, like, it's the same reason why I know we can fucking bet on the fact that there's people probably still on the road right now that are fucking over the road truckers that are out here fucking taking chicks out. Like, be they but, lot lizards and sex workers or hitchhikers? Like, we can put money on that. I mean, I think we've I learned, want to talk to Candy Cane. I think we've learned anything from the 50s, 60s, and 70s and early 80s. Don't do what they did. Don't hitchhike, right? Yeah, or movies. That fucking Kiefer Sutherland movie, whatever that was. I don't know. Or Wrong Turn, which that wasn't even fucking hitchhiking, but... But don't hitchhike. Don't get in a stranger's yeah. car. Right? But what do we do now? We get in strangers' cars. Or if you do, I mean... Have like, you ever heard of fucking Uber? Not to be... Yeah, but, I mean, at least there's paperwork on that. They ideally. Ideally. That can't... Oh, yeah. That can't be tracked or anything. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, it could be faked. I've taken many a Uber in my day. So I've never taken an Uber. I've taken I learned, so many Ubers. I was told never get in a stranger's fucking car. I've taken so Unless many Unless she's offering, you know... Dude, I've gotten I've gotten stoned with Uber drivers. Like, especially I love when I get an Uber driver like picking me up from the bar or something, and yeah. it's like a kid younger than me, because I can almost like, especially if they're wearing a a local university shirt or hoodie, because I'm drunk and I'm like, hey man, if you want to uh, make a little detour to swing through Taco Bell, I will buy you Taco Bell, and those college kids will always make that Taco Bell detour. I actually had one a deaf guy. One time. A deaf guy? Yeah. How, like, he had to read my lips and shit, and he, like, turned around. I was like, hey, man, and he was turned around. I was like, do you mind? I spoke clearly, because I'm not my first time around a deaf person. I wasn't like, no, man. <laughs> I didn't do that. But I was like, do you mind if we go to Taco Bell? And he was like, Drew, drove like a fucking maniac. And then all I knew was fucking, thank you, or whatever way it is. That's all the only sign language I know that other than suck. bullshit. I don't know how. I he seemed completely content. No, how, he was just in his own little world. He had a little Bluetooth speaker in the cup holder, like it in in the at that back of the con- center console because it was a minivan. Uh-huh. There's like the cup holders on the back uh-huh. right here. You got a minivan? He just had like a little Bluetooth dude. Minivans are the best. You pull, they pull up and they fucking hit the button and the door opens for you. Shit, you're like goddamn right. You do the Conor McGregor walk into that bitch. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I just don't. I would, that would be horrible. I don't. I don't know how they read lips. I just, uh, and just like we did in school, it amazes me. I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't do. Like it your friends could look at you and be like, and you'd be like, "God damn right, I want to smoke weed later." See, I couldn't get that. Yeah, well, some I'm, of us are cooler than others. Apparently, I'm stupid. My turn. Your turn. Okay, because I got these. I can do two in a row because these are both really short. Um, This one is uh, in Marina del Rey, California, 2009. This is the story of Mustafa Mahmed Zayed. I lived with a Muslim family. I got good at pronouncing their names. Well, actually, it's it's Mahmoud, actually. But this was a 75-year-old man who had... Committed suicide. I don't think that they ever, like, nailed down that it was a suicide. But it was the little bit that I got actually found on it. It it was a fucking suicide. So 
But he uh, committed suicide on his balcony um, of his apartment on Bora Bora Way. I don't know why I felt that. I just like the name of that road. Bora Bora. Um, and he actually went undiscovered for at least a day because people just thought that it was a uh, a Halloween decoration, even though he was in clear view of like almost the whole complex. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so they thought he was a fucking Halloween decoration. He was up there slumped with a had taken a single shot through the eye. Um, and the only thing I threw onto that is while reading it, I found the details that he had an apartment with two balconies. One overlooked a little grassy area with like a man-made water feature that ran through it, and then the other balcony on his apartment looked out upon the marina that was full of nice boats and such. So all I was thinking was, and apparently he was like well-dressed and active and very nice and polite. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where the fuck? That's the only thing that I'm like, where the fuck does this make sense to this goddamn, this is fucking suicide. He's got a super sick apartment that he can watch boats coming off the marina. Maybe it's just He's out here man. wearing zoot suits and fucking like just rocking it. I mean, yeah, obviously I'm the first person to tell you that no, just because everything seems okay doesn't mean it's always okay. But. So that one was interesting. And then let's jump ahead to this one's quick, too. Uh, this is 2005 in Frederica, Delaware. Um, a 42-year-old woman who hung herself from a tree in the front yard was mistaken for a Halloween decoration also. <laughs> no shit. Yes. Um, the body was about 15 feet off the ground and was easily seen from the road and all passersby. And neighbors noticed in the morning. And uh, they called the authorities. And... Well, they noticed it in the morning, thought it was a prank, and three hours after people started noticing it, authorities were called. Well, some of these decorations these days are pretty lifelike. But from what I understand, I believe that a cop drove by this, and even he was like, nah. Now, if it was like, think if nobody figured it out, thought it was just a real realistic, you know, the neighbors would be pissy like Christmas, like, take the shit down, Halloween's over. I'm just saying. God damn it, Margaret. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Where's Margaret at? She's been gone since Halloween. That bitch has had my motherfucking Tupperware for about two weeks. And it's the two-compartment Tupperware. I need that shit. My lunches at work have not been the same. My fucking green beans get into my goddamn meatloaf one more time. I'm beating that bitch's ass. Margaret's dead, Mom. Whoops. Well, did she die with my motherfucking Tupperware in her hand? You got any more? Are you- oh, dude, I've got like five or six more. Okay, I'll do one here real quick. Uh, Martha Moxley died after attending a Halloween party. This is why I don't go to Halloween parties. It makes me think of Robin Hood men in tights. What? Robin of Loxley. When they had fucking Patrick Stewart playing King John. I played football with a guy named Moxley. Badass motherfucker. The one... What? No, Not college. the one that ended up being a wrestler. No, in college. Oh. I played with him. Was it John Moxley? No, I played with a kid. Oh, no. Not, I'm not saying this to roast you, but you're too old to be to have played with John Moxley. John Moxley's probably like maybe 10 years older than me. No, he was from up north somewhere. somewhere Wait, no, maybe. Urbana. Is John Moxley, is that the one? That, is that the wrestler that's paralyzed now? I don't know. don't know who he is. 
Was it even John? I don't know. Lamont's gone. Lamont would have been able to tell us. But the night before Halloween in 1975, 15-year-old Martha Moxley left her Connecticut home to attend a costume party. Connecticut? Connecticut. On Halloween morning, she was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club. 25 years. Callaway three wood. Bomb it down the fairway, (laughs) bitches. 25 years later. Michael Skakely, who was also 15 at the time of the slain, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. He maintained his innocence, and on May 4, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated his conviction. In 2020, CNN reported that the case was reopened to the public. So she got beat to death with a golf club? Yes. She's a chip off the old block. Where was Tiger Woods during all this? Fucking other white women. No, he wasn't even born yet. Swedish, specifically. But how bad? Think about it. 25 years. How does nobody hear that? Like, you would think. You think he's going to yell, fuck? That's what I was going to say. Like, you would think, like, first you're going to hear the the splat, and then it's like, it's just fucking, it's polite. Fork, fork, fork. I mean, was it a putter? I would hope not. What was the driver? Pitching wedge, he's got that angle. Take a head off. I hate golf. I don't know. I've never golfed before. But think about twenty five. This case is cold. There's a cold case for 25 years. Just let him out of jail. Throw the fucking court records away. Call it a mulligan. They arrest him 25 years later. (laughs) Obviously. I thought that was a good one. I (laughs) I just ignore you anymore. But 20 years later, they arrest this motherfucker. You'd think they had 25 years, basically, to or 20 years. To get enough evidence on this fucker? You think if he got in trouble while he was locked up there, like, we're giving you a penalty stroke? <laughs> uh, no. But the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated and said, you're out. And there's still, it's a still open case. Which Titleist should sponsor this guy. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So that's an unsolved mur- Halloween murder. Oh, God. You know, I w- just hope the murderer, just look for a guy wearing a... You know, plaid hat and shorts or knee-high, whatever they are. <laughs> Knickers? Knickers, yes. I think that's what they actually call them, that. Knickers. All right. Are we switching off? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Ahead, Halloween dude. 2016, San Antonio, Texas. A lot of Texas stories I got. Mm. So uh, two random men just kind of walked into a Halloween party that they were not invited to. One of them was dressed as Freddy Krueger. I think I, I think I got this one. Rude. That whole situation is rude. Um, and then they got into an argument at the party, probably because they weren't fucking invited. Also rude. Um, and then Freddie pulled out a gun and shot five people who survived. And I there I didn't find a whole lot after the fact on this one, but I did see something about they used Snapchat to try to track the dude down. And the only other things I have to say about this one. Since it's Freddy Krueger, do you think that he ever referred to his weapon as a burner? No? I don't think so. No? Nobody's huge Freddy Krueger fans? Freddy Krueger got burned. Whew. Two. How did anybody survive that? How do you survive an altercation with a man that has a gun in one hand and fucking knives on the other? Lucky as shit. That's that's like your everyone's worst nightmare. 
Like, could you imagine what would happen if that guy just walked into a right. room full of like women and children uh, and just started spinning around and just randomly pulling the trigger every so five seconds? So this guy had a gun in one hand, knife in the other. Well, he's Freddy Krueger. Freddy well, had the fucking. Freddy had the the glove. Well, he was prepared just in case he was in a gunfight or a knife fight. He was. He's said, "Welcome to my world, bitch." He was ready to go. What do I got next? I don't know. What do you got? All right. Uh, 2014, Farmingdale, New York. Um, people thought they were seeing a spoop, some spoopy Halloween shit in the in the middle of the streets. But wait, there's more. If you call within the next five minutes, you get the truth about this situation, which is um, Derek Ward, who um killed his mom Patricia, who was a I, like an English professor or something like that, and he used a knife to kill her, and then he decapitated her. Leaving her body in the street, oh, to it, it left it. Uh, you want to clear that? Um, left her body in the street in a way that I guess a neighbor, passing neighbor in their car, saw it. Or no, he saw the head, mm-hmm. and he drove by, and he was like, "That can't be what that is." And like everybody thought it was just some well thought out fucking stuff. Um, so, but what? This isn't funny, but what I found funny is uh, so he left the body in front of the home, which I guess also was the the positioning of the body is why a lot of people thought it was fake is because like her legs were straight and her arms were by her side and shit. But he uh, allegedly he kicked her head across the street, which that's. Interesting, and he did this before he stepped in the path of an oncoming train to dispatch himself. And then once they started, once they started looking into it, they found that he had a long history of mental illness for no. at least ten years. Had a a, a a weapons charge against him. Um, but you know, there's one positive fact about this man. What? All you hear in movies is people missing trains. And he was able to decapitate somebody, kick their head, and catch the train on time. And also, my only other note that I thought was fucking hilarious when I thought of it while I was writing these notes out. He's the Pele of Melee. God. (laughs) You're so bad. I have one for you. I'm not even going to touch that fucking shit. I have a good Pele one. Pele is a good... Dude, that's a shirt. Pele Mele. I have a great one for you. And if people are leaving, you're missing out. This I have the winner right here. Carl Jackson was killed over an egging incident. What a pussy. Throwing eggs on Halloween night is typically... A harmless prank, but in 1998, it turned deadly. When 21-year-old Bronx residents Carl Jackson and his girlfriend went to pick up their son from a party. Teenagers threw eggs at the car. Jackson got out of the car to yell at the pranksters to stop. In response, one of the teenagers pulled out a gun and shot Jackson through the head. He died instantly. 17-year-old Curtis Starling was charged with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. He was convicted to 20 years. According to the New York Times, he received a card in the mail every Halloween that reads, I'm glad you're still there, from Jackson's mother. Good. I actually have a story from the Bronx, too. The Bronx. 
But that just goes to show, you know, I've all, you know, I've told my kids, you know, back in my day, because I'm old, as you like to fucking point out, you could do that kind of shit. Now, you don't, you know, you don't want, you never know who's got a gun these days. You got to be, you got to pick your victims carefully. Yeah, fair enough. Do we want to do a, dark, a kind of dark one? It's a quick one. Sure. Do a dark one. Uh, Indiana, dark. 1963. Um. At the Indiana State Fairgrounds, they were holding a holiday on ice show. Okay, and that's dark right there because that's stupid. Within this, within the fairgrounds, within whatever this building was, um, a rusted piece of equipment in the concession area started leaking gas, filled the entire fucking place with gas, and right, supposedly right around the finale of the show, um, the gas was ignited by an electric popcorn maker and caused an explosion that killed 74 people and injured almost 400 others. Wow. Yeah. There's really not much funny to say that. I mean, other than there's definitely a pop. Yeah, definitely. Popcorn, capital P O P with, an innumerable amount of exclamation points at the end of it to get the point across. What do you got? I'm looking. I think I got these out of order. My next one, we both have. Go ahead. Is that the one that I won't do because I'm not going to butcher that name? Oh, yeah. Do that one. Okay, so. That's why I brought you into this shit. Next, uh, 1992, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This is the story of Yoshihiro Hattori. And that's why I didn't I let him do it because a Japanese exchange student, um, him and his Hattori son and his homestay brother, Webb Haymaker, fucking if that kid wasn't a boxer, you missed a fucking opportunity. But they were going to a Halloween party that was actually put together for Japanese exchange students. Way to go, white people. Hey, hey we're not all assholes. Um, so Hattori was dressed in a white suit as John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever. We're off to a good start. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you didn't get that fucking detail, did you? No, I don't think so. And uh, Haymaker was, I guess, an accident victim because he was already wearing a neck brace from an injury that he was already suffering from. That's just lazy costume. I, what else are you going to fucking dress up as? Like, oh, It was too early. You couldn't, have been, you couldn't have been like, if it was like t- 2000 and like... 12 you could have been like the jackal from 13 ghosts yes that's true that i like that movie so anyway um but so they end up going to the wrong house right and you know long story short the wife of this guy i guess freaked out a little bit and next thing you know they're at gunpoint with uh (laughs) rodney pierre's i guess i'm assuming that's how it's spelled uh, Pierre's, I would say that. Yeah. Or Pierre's. So, uh, PL. So Rodney comes out, holds them at gunpoint, says freeze, but Hattori-san possibly didn't understand him because his English wasn't that well from what it wasn't that good from what I read. And he also wasn't wearing his contacts. So he might not have recognized that there was a gun involved in the situation because he told him, he was like, we're here for the party. We're here for the party. See, you, we just to get here. We stop at the McDonald's. We get that a big McDonald's, and now we party with you, sir. This is why I have you. I could not have done this story justice. 
without oh. being extremely racist. I'm being a wrong horse. I bring a great dishonor on my family and my crown. You give me the knife, for those of you listening who don't watch the live stream, Travis is Japanese. So he can do whatever say it the all hell time. he wants. It's not racist if I say it. It's friendly fire. So, um, and also in one of his hands, Hattori-san was holding a uh, camera, which I guess Rodney thought was a weapon. And when Hattori-san moved forward, he was shot in the chest with a forty-four Magnum. Bit much. Personal opinion. Forty-four Magnum. So that's a lot for home defense. Well. You can literally kill a fucking bear. Yes, but. I mean, you're going to stop them. You want to make sure the job's done. But if you don't know that your life's in danger, grab, grab the nine. See, I'm preferable to a 22 because that go in your chest and come out your anus or yeah and a 22 you can just fucking shoot him in the fucking foot and it'll, and it'll just go and it'll just well, i mean realistically if i would think it, depending on where you're at you shoot him in the foot it'll just fucking go into the ground you can be like you gonna stop now no okay or you could go in your foot bounce off travel up your leg and hit your, <laughs> come out your pee hole that's what i'm talking about that's a fucking good time so um that's a party so this this 44 punctured hit both portions of his left lung which Killed him, obviously. Um, my side notes for this are Rodney was a butcher and, surprisingly, not a shitty cop with a faulty body camera. Um, and also, who in the holy cockfuck goes to do hood rat shit wearing a white suit with their neck brace wearing gimpy fucking friend? Answer that fucking question for me, Ronald Pierre's. When the fuck have you ever opened your door to a man in a fucking white suit with lapels the size of the fucking Wright Brothers' first fucking airplane and gone, this motherfucker's going to rape my wife and kill my whole family right now. Put all the fucking, I put all the Spanish doubloons that I have in my fucking basement on it. This one's the one. And the kid with the neck brace, that's the real psychopath. He's when we come in hot. Well, if Google War was around in 1992 with GPS, this wouldn't have happened. True. But last part of this is uh, found not guilty after a a seven-day trial. A murder trial. A seven-day murder trial. When does that happen? It doesn't. And three hours of jury deliberation. All right. Well, he uh, invoked the Castle Doctrine. Which basically, you know, which Americans claim that they have the right to apply lethal means to protect their home. So it's the stand your ground law, basically. Basically, yes. Because that worked out real well for Trayvon Martin. That guy's a sack of shit. I don't care what anybody but says. I thought he was on patrol. He wasn't at his house, though. Well, see, this. Either way. This is basically the Castle Doctrine, if I understand it. It's just if somebody comes in here, I have the right to pop him. And that's not in all states. Right. You know. Pretty much, if somebody's breaking here right now, I shoot. I'm going to jail. Now I might not get convicted. I'm getting arrested. Oh yeah, yeah. Most well, you shot somebody. Oh, actually, right? I'm not too sure. They're definitely going to take the gun. I have to. <laughs> they're definitely going to. I would gun. hope. That's why it's shoot, evidence at that if, point, if you, and you won't get it back even if you found not guilty. Oh, for sure. Uh, so, uh, and the last thing for that is uh, he did lose a civil suit that 
that adjudicated that he had to pay $650,000 in damages to the family, 100000 of which was paid by his insurance company. So I would imagine if this happened in 92, that family's probably still owed like $495,000 of this. Because he filed bankruptcy. You know it. You want my Bronx story? It's pretty quick. Yeah, go ahead and do your Bronx story. So the Bronx, Halloween 2013, 19-year-old Anthony Seabury was shot in the head by a dude in a ghost face mask from Scream. The assailant uh, dipped the fuck out after the murder and is still unsolved. He So basically, um, this young man uh, got shot by an unknown assailant and the, that assailant uh, ghosted. I knew I'd get you with that one, you motherfucker. And my uh, side note to that is, no offense to the family, I it's never a laughing matter when somebody loses their life like this. But this story, I did not. That's about all the details I saw on any website that I pulled it up. This story is as boring and as informationally shitty as the movie Scream. You, <clears throat> yes, it's stupid. I have the craziest fucking story. Turn the page. It involves candy, lesbianism. It involves it all. <laughs> I mean, what else is there? Candy and lesbianism. He's, I'm just ready to have it all, daddy. Peter Fabrino died in what police said was a crime of passion in the late 1950s. Now, th- think about this. I'm reading this story. This is 1950. My was, dad wasn't even born. It wasn't 2019. You were 62. Bite me. When Peter and Betty Fabrino went to sleep Halloween night in 1957, they thought they were finished with their trick-or-treaters. But in the middle of the night, the doorbell of their Los Angeles home rang. Peter got out of bed and brought the fucking candy to the door in the middle of the night. You deserve to get fucking killed at that point. At that point, you just oh, you swing the door open, throw the fucking bowl at whoever's standing, and you go fuck off. Or you do what Pierre did to start firing shots. Or you just don't go to the goddamn door. Exactly. Peter got it. Okay. Uh, On the doorstep was a woman wearing a mask. She raised her hand, which was in a paper bag. So she's either got a gun or she's a wino. Los Angeles, 1950. Who knows? But. Or she's a germaphobe. Right. Did they even have gloves, like latex gloves in the 50s? I don't know. I wasn't around. Like, you don't. I know you like to say I was, but I was not around. I mean, did they have that level of sanitation? Or was that still the time where, like, barkeeps would just, like, be like, what are you having, bub? And just, like, <laughs> into the bottom of a fucking beer pretty mug much, to they, clean it? You know, they, yeah, that's pretty much what they did. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Uh, in the paper bag, she had a gun. She shot him in the chest. He died instantly. According to the Los Angeles Times, police eventually arrested a woman named Joan Rabble, who reported... Rabble? With Rabble. an A? R-A-B-E-L. Okay. I just I was just making sure that I, I heard you cool correctly. I mean, it was cool for name was Rebel. Rebel, Rebel. But Joan Rebel was reportedly reportedly had a sexual relationship with Peter's wife Betty. It's believed that Rebel talked another woman, Mrs. Pizer, Goldine Pizer, Pizer, into yeah, murdering yeah, Peter Rebel. Or not? <laughs> was she talked him into murdering Peter? Rabble was convicted of secondary murder along with Pizer. <laughs> Go and, figure. And Pizer sent- convinced a lesbian to kill Peter. She that sentenced, seems right. Sentenced to five years to life in prison. Both five women, years to life? 
Five years, two lives. So that's what mean, a wide what range. The fu- fuck you. I'd be mean, like, no, you give me fifty to life. Fuck that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get to five years and have you be like, no, nah, fuck you, life. Sorry. <laughs> Both women were later released. So obviously they didn't serve to life. They served about five years. Well, it was the fifties too. So they were probably yeah. just all the all the magistrates were probably like, well, she's a woman. I'm sure we've broken her tiny little mind enough. She's probably just going to start cooking, cook, baking cookies and doing dishes like a good girl. Let her out of prison. But here's the kicker. Betty, Peter's lesbian wife, yeah. was never charged. Well, I mean, if there's no, if, there's no, if they couldn't find a direct, that shit. if they didn't have a direct connection, you know, I mean, it is the 50s. It's not like they had forensics and here's or, how I or know text messages. She was a mastermind, mastermind behind this. I'm a man. No man. I'm smarter than her. <laughs> no, no man in even in nineteen. 19- ah, fuck. You all right there? Cramp. No man in 1950 on Halloween night is going to get out of bed in the middle of the night and take candy to the door. Unless you got a crazy ass wife saying, would you just go give those kids candy? Yes, dear. So she instigated it. Oh, yeah, you're she not wrong. She should be in jail. Yeah, you're not wrong. She's probably dead in now anyway. But anyway, yeah, so. so Moral of the story, a- don't marry a lesbian. She was a rabble without a a cause. I'm not even going to admit that one. Yes, do not marry a lesbian, kids, if you're a man. It will only end badly for you. All right. Unless you like threesomes and not getting to do anything. October 30th, 1982. I guess they, in certain parts, they do them different days. Well, Devil's Night. That's Devil's Night. Yeah, aren't you... Supposed to stay inside on Devil's Night? No, that's where you go and tear shit up. Yeah, not if you're um, in Fort Dodge, Iowa, and you're 69 year old Marvin Brandland. So let's move on here. So, Marvin Brandland and his wife Ethel, they were at home for trick or treaters. When Ethel opened the door to a man wearing a pillowcase with holes cut out for the eyes who said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. It's a good starting line. Direct to the point. I like his style. Ask a question, get an answer. So uh, Ethel actually tried to remove the mask thinking that it was just like a friend or a family member that was trying to fuck around with them. But the dude just grabbed it and kept her from doing so. So she turned to get the candy, and that person followed her into the house and pulled a gun and ordered them into the basement. Now, when Marvin made it to the kitchen, he refused to go any further, and the dude shot him in the throat. Now, the kicker to this whole situation is, unbeknownst to most people, other than family members or maybe a couple close friends from what I read, a normal regular person outside of their family would not know that there was a safe located in the basement of Marvin and Ethel's house. Right. Not that they were wealthy. He was, I think he had like a carpet cleaning company or some shit like that, Mm -hmm. but they, he did have a safe that he kept in the basement. So to this day, the family members are convinced that they don't know like exactly who did it, but they know the person that did it, which I would say, yeah, no shit. Personal opinion. Personal opinion. I um, think. Yeah. So, like, because it, it's this is still an, an open case. Well, I don't know. It's not open, but it's still unsolved. But hmm. well, I would say one hundred percent, unless somebody did a very diligent job of casing the joint. 
I would say 100% it has to be somebody that that family knows. You would think. That's probably still around them. Probably. They're probably like, oh, I brought a fruitcake. His name's Jim. He's, his name is Jim. Jim always did it. The butler did it or Jim did it. It's the way it works. How many more you got? Just one. Okay, I got a couple more. I got a crazy one here somewhere. <laughs> uh, no, I only got I got three more. But anyway, yeah, mine doesn't. Uh, mine doesn't. Some, mine's doesn't have much to it. Yeah, I will do this one. Uh, <clears throat> Johnny Frank Garrett was convicted of strangling a nun to death on All All Hallows Eve. Sawin. October thirty first, which. Oh, it was in 1981. Sister Tadia Ben's body was found naked in a in a covenant in Texas. Tadia? Covenant. I guess that's supposed to be covenant. Maybe I just can't type it. A coven? It says covenant. Isn't that witches? Isn't the, the nuns go to covenants? Oh, fuck, who knows? I don't know. Nobody's listening to this shit. Gonzo's anymore. at the Chiefs game. That is no excuse, Gonzo. What piece of shit. Put us on, let every. Put us on the Jumbotron. Damn it. Sick. Oh, where was I? The the nuns, the (laughs) other nuns in the house noticed a broken window in the community room. Community room. They called the police immediately. Authorities found Ben's Ben's clothing and a knife under the bed. Meanwhile, an autopsy revealed that the nun was stabbed, strangled, and sexually assaulted. Jesus Christ. There was a party for this. That was a poor timing for that particular (laughs) use of words. I just got that. Police arrested a man who lived across the street named Johnny Frank Garrett. If you got three, if you got three names, you're a killer. Fuck yourself. After a witness saw him running from the cowboy from the building that evening, he was convicted and sentenced to death in 1992. His last words were reported to be, "I like to thank my family and for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass." He was a winner. I like his attitude. I don't like his actions. I just wonder. You know, nuns kind of get a bad rap. They're a little stern. They can be a little strict. I just want to know the statistics on that. How many nuns have been murdered from, you know, people who they might feel they have been abused or whatever? Hmm. I, I mean, know. that's a interesting. And I'm being well, there's serious. There's a whole I'm fucking docu-series about that shit, too. That shit in, uh, was it Massachusetts? That nun, that uh, Catholic school teacher that they found dead, they like deep dove into the fucking the 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 archdiocese and shit like that of that area. That that one, it's called the Keepers. Actually, I remember the name of it because I watched like four episodes straight one night and yeah. actually kind of stepped back and I was like, I should stop binge watching this. This is super fucked up. You said you got one more. Yeah, and it's literally it, it's like. Two notes, if that. Okay, and I got one more. I'm not going to. Yeah, this one, there, there's like nothing to this one. It's just, it, it fits the bill, though. Uh, Lakewood, New Jersey in 1990, 17-year-old Brian Jewell was working at a Halloween uh, uh, the, uh, hayride. Yeah. So, and in this hayride, he had the, the, the fortunate role of being the man who was hanging was hung, whatever. I guess they used a noose that didn't tighten. And, like, I'm guessing he had, like, some type of cloth or something around his throat to just keep him going. 
They'd have to. You think they'd have to have? A start, they probably got start. the. Well, you would think they that they they have the hook because that's how they usually do it. In any like all they've as far as I know, that's oh. how they always done the hanging shit. Is they just have like a hook that's. Like yeah. strapped to yeah. you and then they hook you and then that's what takes all the brunt of the and force. There's just a noose around your neck. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he had been doing this stunt without issue right. already. And for a month, I guess, and this night something went wrong and he died. And the reason that it got noticed initially was because the driver noticed that he wasn't doing the speech I don't know what it was that he was supposed to do for the hayride at that time. Right. So that's when he was like, something's going on. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Driving Mr. Q, fire yeah. that fucker. Yeah. Did you not know that it was, I mean, probably a little pale? And possibly purple or red? And the erection, because don't people get an erection, men get an erection when they get hung? I think I heard that. I don't know. I know that there was a hooker, I'm sorry, sex worker that died while having sex with an old man, or he, the old man that she was banging died. Is this don't, don't. And his penis we, engorged. We talked about this one. Yeah. We talked about it. We don't need to talk about this again. I'm going to talk about it every week. It's no. literally the best no, thing that's I ever happened. I don't want to talk about it. Any, I forbode anything about a man's penis getting cut off on this show. Oh, it's going to come up. I forbode it. What What was it? Who Who was the fucking couple? The Bobbits, yeah, Marina Bobbit, yeah, which is, you know, that's just wrong. I mean, to each their own. If you're gonna fucking mutilate somebody and go to prison for it, um, it's your choice. I have ladies' one. choice. I have one here that'll give you pleasant dreams. Man killed his family members on Halloween. In 2010, 16-year-old Devin Griffin came home on Halloween to play video games after attending church. I've heard this. Uh, <clears throat> when spending the previous night, he was, I guess the previous night he was sleeping over at a friend's house, and then he went to church on Halloween. What oh. the fuck sense does that make? I don't know. I Just don't know. to save your soul a little more. You got to avoid the devil and go to church on Halloween. Exactly. He noticed. You think the they gave out like Jesus Christ? cookies instead of jesus crackers this i give you the body of diabetic christ <laughs> oh god where am i and chase it with this grape soda he noticed the <laughs> fuck i can't even talk right now uh, he noticed the michigan home was too quiet so he went to check on his family according to the sandusky register ohio uh, it's in Michigan, so no. well, Sandusky's up there. I mean, it's probably right across. The say, it's on Sandusky, Ohio, is on the lake. Right. Uh, well, it's probably close enough on the Michigan side to where Sandusky picked it up. I would imagine. Uh, Griffin proceeded, proceeded to find his stepfather in bed, covered in blood. When police arrived, they found two more bodies: Griffin's mother and brother. Police eventually learned that the murder was Griffin, <clears throat> Griffin's. Stepbrother William Liskey. Liskey beat his older stepbrother Derek Griffin with a hammer. Wait, what's that? Derek? Oh, I'm sorry. Mom deserved to die. Name one kid Derek and one kid Devin. Get a little bit more creative. DD, what the fuck? See, you confused me. Kim, Chloe, fucking Kendall, uh, Kylie, and then and then Rob. <laughs> That's called the Kardashians. 
They're all fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, beat his stepbrother, Derek Griffin, with a hammer, shot his father, William. Oh, he's, he, had a, he was a junior, too. That motherfucker killed senior. Bastard. Five times, and then sexually assaulted and shot his stepmother, Susan. Well, I mean, if you take out all the murder, that's just a 14 million view video on Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he pleaded guilty to three counts of aggravated murder to avoid the death penalty, but was found dead in his jail cell in 2015 from a self-inflicted wound. They Epstein's him. Hmm. That's all I got tonight. His stepmom must have got stuck under the bed. Oh, we got Jamie's attention with Lorena Bobbitt, apparently. Good luck with that. All right. That's all the stories we have for this Halloween special. We got anything else we want to talk about? Uh, Are we just doing uh, old, old Al next week? I think we can do Alistair Crowley next week. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we can do Alistair Crowley next week. I'm down for whatever. Hopefully we can get it all in one. But we'll see. So I think, I guess we can wrap it up. I don't know. Unless you got something. I don't know. Unless you got something pressing to talk about. Not really. It's Monday. Like <laughs> It's Monday. We got football to watch and shit to do like that. So Yeah, maybe we'll see Gonzo. Yeah. Watch the Chiefs get their ass kicked. I don't know. It's like I said, fucking... Cowboys pulled one out last night. Yeah. So, with, like I said, with a backup quarterback that has never taken a snap in the NFL. So, we want to thank Jamie, Tyler, Izzy, Lamont. Lamont, Tyler. Did I say Tyler? Oh, who else was in here? Joy was in here at one Joy point. Joy was in there. Everybody that showed up, and I apologize if I didn't see your name in here, but everybody that has showed up for the uh, live stream and those of you that chatted, like the ones I just <clears throat> mentioned. We greatly appreciate you. We thank you very much. Be sure to share this episode with your friends. With your friends. I don't have any. Uh, I am not nice. Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast. I'm sure all of you who are attending the live streams subscribe and like it. But if you are catching this after the fact or on your favorite podcast app like Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apparently, Amazon. Spotify. Did we say Spotify? I said Spotify. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's, so, there's so many of them. Uh, be sure to head on over to uh, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel after you like and follow us on however that podcast app allows, whatever they allow you to do. Be sure to leave us a five-star review, or we'll take four. If you give us under four, we don't like you. We love you. We don't like you. We're bipolar. So that is a great way to support the podcast. If you want bonus content, we do have a Patreon page. Which we're actually active on again. That is at patreon.com slash G-I-T-N podcast where we do bonus content like our horror movie reviews. Reviews. Speaking of that, I I got an idea. I think we should do like a vampire video for this. And then following that sometime later on in the week or whatever, watch a vampire movie and do that as a horror film. So make it a double header. Just have an argument over who made the best movie vampires? No, just, well, 
That's what it's going to turn into. Well, eventually, but you know the history of vampirism because we talked about that like with people being buried well, alive. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting. I, I've always wanted to do. What if I, I can get a vampire to come on here, we could do that. If you want to follow us on all our social medias, we are most active on Instagram. And I should say Travis is that's, and you can find us there at Ghost. I mean, I put pretty much everything I put on Instagram. I put on Twitter now. Yeah. Ghost now that I have the Twitter. Yeah, but uh you can find us at ghost underscore night underscore podcast. Twitter is uh at night underscore ghost. We do have a Facebook page as well for the podcast. Just search Ghosts in the Night. Or just at Ghost in the Night Podcast, I think. All one word. Sure. I think that's what it is. But really Instagram and Twitter are probably the two best ways to follow us on social media. I am going to be adding some. We are like he said earlier. We do. We started a TikTok. We haven't got any content up yet. We're no, still working. We have on the one details. follower. Last time I checked, you? No. Somebody followed us already. Mm-hmm. Shit, we have no content. Mm-hmm. Sweet. We know them. Oh, okay. yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it counts. I was gonna say it, it, it's cheating, but it counts. It counts. Uh, yeah, but so there will be some TikToks, so the Chinese can spy on us. There but, they are. I am looking into some other ones as well. Just I didn't even know there was other social media other than like Reddit and shit. Well, there's like Mines, there's what, Rumble. There's a bunch of them actually. Hmm. They just don't have nearly the followers. But you know, we do what we got to do around this bitch. Grinder. That you probably have a lot of experience on that. Mm-hmm. I do not. So I've made my millions of yen. That's what. You know, speaking of Squid Games, that just blows my mind when they talk. When they talk oh, they're like, it. "Oh, you will win forty-six billion won." How much is that? Ten thousand won. What the fuck do you buy? Jesus Christ, a car? Uh, all right, it's a lot of money. Like the the purse for that, even in America, is a lot of money. All right, all right, but that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for everybody who joins. Thank you for everybody who subscribes to the channel. We greatly appreciate it. And just be sure to share this with anybody that you know and love that enjoys a paranormal, true crime, or general silliness. And only take candy from strangers one night a year. And don't get into a white panel van. Especially if it says free candy. Yes. So we will see you next week. Yes. And we love you. Take care, everybody. We out. We out.